do you want to grow? Absolutely. Snooze, you lose. Stand still, you're moving backwards. Welcome to I Want to Grow. I Want to Grow is all about just that. It's about us trying to help others and individually it's about us trying to grow. So we've got a wonderful, wonderful guest that, that's with us right now. Moki, please, I'm calling you Moki, but you tell everybody your name and where you're exactly right now. Sure, sure. Thank you for the great introduction. Uh, my name is Mukhtar Aitan, me known as Moki. I'm currently in Beirut, Lebanon, uh, at the Olive Grove Working Space. So, uh, yeah. You, I, I was lucky. I was really, I say lucky. I think I, I'm going to go a little bit further than this. I was privileged to have met you. And what you are doing at Olive Grove is just unbelievable. And how you're empowering everybody. Tell us, just without, and I'm going to try to show a picture of where your your place is, but give us a, a kind of a visual in your mind of what you think, where you are in, and, and, and that groove that you've got happening. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, first of all, it's my pleasure meeting you, sir. Uh, the Olive Grove from the name, so uh, here at the culture in Lebanon, uh, we have olive trees. So the main thing is the whole village collaborate with each other. So in the in the olive season to collect to grab to grab the olive uh, from the trees, and uh, they come from different backgrounds, different sex, different religion, and they meet at the garden where they collect the the olive uh, from the olive trees. Here at the olive grove, we have the same concept. So we have people from different backgrounds, diversity. Uh, from different uh, areas in Beirut or Lebanon, and we are in the heart of Beirut, so we have uh, many universities surrounding us, many restaurants, so you can see like diversity of the old group, different backgrounds. If I'm a developer, you can meet a designer and you may collaborate. If I'm working, like I can give you a short story right now, like uh, we have a person who was studying civil engineering, then he met a startup, came all across from U.S. to Lebanon, trying to find uh, a place to make a, a positive impact. And they chose Lebanon because uh, their startup focuses on water treatment management. And this Palestinian guy met the American guy, and he was like, why don't you do a master's degree in water treatment? And this is what happened during COVID, during this um, empty uh, hours that we had during COVID. He did a master's degree in water treatment, and now he traveled to the U.S. last week, and he started working with the American company. So you can see the collaboration from from different different perspectives. I'm personally, I work also uh, as a freelance web developer, and I've met a lot of designers, a lot of developers who really helped me in finding a bug, building an app, or at least uh, do like a brainstorming session. 
So it's it's a hundred percent collaboration and diversity and energy vibe. Amazing, amazing people. It is amazing, and it is amazing. I remember when I first and and it, you're right in the hub, as you said, in Beirut, right in the hub where all the streets and you're going through different ways, and you've got to remember where you park your car, and and you've got the universities, and there's a real hive of activity that's that's around. Everybody is working on their business, but we at first we had problems trying to find you, right? but you were right in the heart of it. You you wouldn't notice where you were at first until somebody said, yeah, yeah, you're standing right outside. And then you go in, and I remember it like it was yesterday. You go in, you get in that lift that has no door. It has a door, but it has no inner door. So you see all that you're right next to the, the lift going up. You can, And then you come to your your area where you've got people within their offices, within the desks and and they all want to grow they're all there to either build themselves themselves as i said or they were there to help and support others i remember talking to several people that was around and what a fantastic atmosphere and 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 a great atmosphere that you've got there and how everybody will share i loved it i loved every second of it and that's why we're having the podcast today because you really did Amazing. shine out to me I'll tell you honestly, you did. Well, amazing, amazing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You were, you were, you were like describing the olive growth, hundred uh, percent right. Because you can see the student who's trying his uh, so hard. Like you didn't, you haven't been here at night. Like we open twenty four seven, which is an amazing um, service here in Lebanon. Because you know we have problem in electricity. So we, we provide the um, electricity 24-7. So you can see like the amount of students who are trying so hard. Sometimes someone is crying. Sometimes the other person is supporting during nights. So you can see students at nights uh, working so hard to get good uh, grades. And the other day, you see another person working on his project. You can also see an artist who was uh, drawing something because she wants to go for an artistic uh, exhibition that will change her life. So there's a lot of dreams that you can see every day about her. How did you get involved in all of this? What was it that, that, that got you the bug? What, what kind of grabbed you when you first come across the olive grove? What was it that was special to you? Uh, to me, uh, as Mukhtar, like I started my journey in the entrepreneurial ecosystem in grade nine. So I invented a device, uh, an eyeglasses that can read for that can read for blind people. So a blind person can open the book and it will translate image into it, it will process images into sound. Then I came up with other ideas. So from grade nine or less than that, like uh, I used to like watch series when I was very young age called which talks about the Big Bang Theory and the accidental innovation. So I was obsessed with inventions and innovations. So I used to go to every single event in Beirut. Like we had a great ecosystem for entrepreneurs since 2013 until 2018. Every day there is a competition, there is a hackathon, there is a lot of potential you, can, you could see every day. So uh, I went to the Olive Grove in 2017 at the opening, at the opening, and it was cool. I've met a lot of people from different backgrounds. Then my friend started working there, 
And then I started working in a bank for three years. After that, I traveled for four months outside Lebanon and I came back without any job. So I was supposed to uh, handle everything at the olive grove or to monitor the olive grove for uh, Christmas season. Like I started like one month um, in November, I think 20 November, like one month ago, two years ago. <laughs> uh, so I was supposed to cover this Christmas uh, um, air period. And here we go. From from that moment, I haven't stopped supporting and monitoring the art group, and it was really amazing. Like I've learned a lot from my journey. Like usually, when you are in the managerial role, there's a manager, then you get like uh, promoted to be a manager. But in my in my situation, it was different. I've learned from my pocket, as they say. So uh, it was it was a long journey. Uh, I was in a time where we had COVID, and the main service that we have is people. So if you don't have people, you don't have a business. So it was, it was. I started from zero, as I can say. It was really hard to me at first. Then I used to come. Nobody was there. Only the reporters who had like a allowance from the government. Uh, then day after day after day, I used to read about working spaces uh, outside this country and working spaces in this country. Like sometimes I used to chat. Like some one time I I chatted with a working space in Lebanon. I was like, I don't know in which category we are. So can you help me? Because <laughs> I'm I'm speechless. Like I don't know what to do. Are we in? The medical because the um, in COVID period we had like if you work in a bank you can go on Monday and Wednesday if you work in I don't know another sector you can go on Saturday and Sunday but as a working space since it's a new concept in our country I don't know in which sector we have everything we have people from different backgrounds so I've sent a message to a working space please help me what shall I do. <laughs> So it was it was a learning experience, hundred percent learning experience. So um, yeah. And you're you're very young. You are very young. It's like, and you've taken this big responsibility off, and it seems like it's been growing for you. Did you ever did you ever ever have an imposter syndrome to look at it and say, well, how am I doing this? Is it? Did you ever doubt your ability? that you were going to help these guys to find their way in entrepreneurship? Did you ever think to yourself, have I got enough uh, enough experience to help these people? Uh, well, I think because I've started at very young age um, and I've worked for many huge organizations, uh, when I was 19, uh, I applied for an internship at Microsoft and I won, uh, like it was a competition. So I went uh, in a competition. Uh, I was managing a competition with Microsoft. It's called Imagine Cup. I was an organizer with them. So I used to hear all kinds of technic uh, technological startups. And before before Microsoft, I used to volunteer with many uh, uh, incubator programs and accelerator programs. So I was always a listener, uh, like a Social UK Enterprise Hub, Startup Sprint, Startup Elevate. I was always a volunteer. And my friends used to tell me, "Why you're volunteering? You're not getting. You're not getting anything." I used to tell them, "One day I will get everything," and they used to laugh at me. But believe me, like I've learned a lot, a lot, a lot. Like I used to hear 
the startup uh, speeches. Then I used to hear the mentors' uh, uh, feedback for the for their startups. So I've learned a lot from both the startups and the mentors. So when I had um, this role at the Olive Grove, I everything I've learned, everything I've listened. It's time to speak when I when I went to the Olive Grove. So uh, I used to hear a lot of startups. I used to give ideas. Uh, and I love to get things done. Like I love to help people. It's not about making money. Like when you work in such environment, it's not about money at all. It's about the vibe. Really. The owner is amazing. The founder of the Olive Group is amazing. She's always supportive. And the people here, uh, it's it's a it's a positive environment. If we can say so. You you are you're always motivated to give. It's not always taking because you're taking by learning from people's experience. Uh, so it was always an inner motivation. They're great, great words, wise words. Let me tell you, for a young man, you're you you are you you're a special one. And and you mentioned on the founder, and I I I did some a little bit of researching at how she was brought up for thirteen is it thirteen years she was in Lebanon and then she went to the states and she actually came back again. And it's something that I want to do. It in I love Qatar, I love the UK, but after my visit, which was only five days, so I only saw a quick snapshot. But it's something I can understand why somebody would want to come back to Lebanon, because I think that, that there's so much work that can be done and, and there's so much work that you're doing and you're giving these people hope. And I think that's that sometimes we need people like you in this world. We need people like you to add back and your your founder because she's done an amazing job. But, you, you know, let me let me let me ask you another question. So and, and this is for startups, particularly. Um, you said that you, you help with startups and you listen to mentors, what they're saying to mentors. A lot of the time, mentors are saying the same thing, okay? We're, we're, we're constantly, fundamentals in business stay the same. And sometimes the entrepreneurs don't, they don't realize, they think it needs to be more complicated, but it, it needs to be quite simple, the approach. What are those simple things that sometimes that people don't stick to or they would get so much more done if they stuck to it? Sure, sure. Uh, to me, um, especially in Lebanon, or if someone doesn't have like uh, the side hustle before, like it's his first time, uh, they think that this mentor is giving him the hundred percent right thing. But uh, the go-to market and like when you have a real life experience, it's way different. Uh, there's there's a saying in Arabic the, that says. Don't ask a doctor, ask someone who's tried. So uh, you should ask someone who, who, who tried to do a business. It's not about uh, create a business model, create a business plan. Sometimes these uh, business plans and business models are amazing in a well-developed country uh, that's, uh, that, that like we don't have any problem with electricity, uh, with uh, uh, currency uh, crisis. So to me, uh, I've tried, and I always tell them, you have to go and try. If you lose a bit of money, you're going to lose them. Because remember when you go to university, you pay tons of money to learn. Now pay a bit, and you will learn from this uh, little pennies that you're paying. So don't go and open a 10,000, 20,000 
hundred uh, industry, trying with something very silly and see people's reaction, and then you can build on that. Because here in Lebanon, or I don't know if it's uh, if, uh, if it's only in Lebanon, uh, people got extra motivated, which sometimes is not good for the business or for the startups. Uh, start step by step. This is what I always tell people. Step by step, at least you're doing something. They will be like, oh, if I don't have $10,000, I cannot start. Okay, you can start with $100. And this is what I've done. Like uh, I had like a business that I started. I started with $100. After two months, I've made $1,500. Then I built on that. Then I uh, went to and bought a raw material. Then I built a website. Then, then, then. So you have to start. Like I started using a phone application that where you can sell a second-hand things. Uh, my my startup is like I sell pillows online. I started on a second-hand mobile application, and I, when I saw people are accepting my idea, it's a pregnancy pillow, and the niche market and the Arab world. Oh, he's newly married. I'm gonna get to my uh, my uh, my girlfriend or my fiance or my uh, you know when someone is newly married he want to give everything so yeah. this is the niche market the, the the selling point so I created the startup where I can sell pregnancy pillows and I started in a phone application then Facebook groups then I created Instagram and Facebook page I started promoting and the the business went viral. Then when the crisis happened and the people aren't accepting buying with dollars, I stopped the business. Then now, like uh, three months ago, I rebuilt the, re the business again and it's working. It's it's okay to stop uh, and rebrand and rethink of what's happening, but uh, don't stop and, and say it wasn't a good thing. Just learn from what happened. And then rebuild from zero again and again and again. And one day you're gonna reach it. I, gonna I, reach I, the goal. I remember talking to you, and we were talking about Lebanon particularly. And we were we and and I had this 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 wonderful picture of of kind of being over there for a very short space of time and seeing people walking along the not the beach but the promenade, um, going to Fala Falamanki. Going to the other restaurants, it's there with the with the wonderful looking places and the views that were spectacular. And and I came back to you and and it was I didn't really I didn't I didn't understand the issues or the problems that that um, that um, Lebanon was facing Beirut. Um, but all I knew is that that you can't keep on crying. You've got to get up and you've got to help yourself. You've got to, and that's exactly what you're saying then. And and I remember you getting it. You looked up and said, "Yeah." You don't really know what it's like um, when you haven't got electricity and when you haven't got the those other things, whether you can potentially pick yourself back up and then push yourself on. Then you really know whether you've got what it takes. And, and, and I agree with you because since I've come back, I haven't stopped thinking about what you said. I haven't stopped thinking about the, the things that you've done. I haven't stopped thinking about the, the facilities that you've got. And and you and the one thing that I, I I would say is that it doesn't matter what facilities you've got, what kind of area, what kind of what what you're working with, how much you're working with, you will make it work. And this is why I'm loving you on the podcast right now is because you will make it work. And it doesn't matter what comes in your way, you will go out there and make sure that you can do the best you possibly can. 
And that's exactly what you're doing right now. And and again, I'm loving what you're saying about you could have one person, two person. Just keep on knocking away at those figures. Have four people. People would say, oh, that's not a lot. No, it's not a lot, but it could be eight people next week and it could be 16 the week after. 100%, 100 that, that That's 100%. Uh, in Lebanon, you have two choices. You can be pessimistic and talk about the government and the electricity issues and the, and the currency issues and the have all the issues that we're having on daily basis, or you can be optimist and just live it as it is and work on yourself, work on, like, you can see, personally, I'm a computer science student, and I can see uh, people graduating from computer science, and they are sleeping at home, and they'll be like, there's no job. Sorry? You are graduated from number one jobs in, in the world if you don't if you can't find job in lebanon you can find job remotely you can find job hybrid like there's a numerous amount of jobs but you know what they they chose they always choose the comfort zone because they don't want to learn a uh, they don't want to learn something new on internet and computer science you can have certifications online you can have all kind of like uh, artificial intelligence, you can learn machine learning, you can learn programming, you can learn everything. But it's it's people, it's people, it's your choice. It's always people's choice. They can choose to be pessimist and live the pessimistic life and they will die sad. And you can live uh, optimist and live the life as it is. Because if I'm happy working, even if everything is not working, I'm trying to be happy, things will work. Because if I'm trying um, all my best and I'm thinking of the negativity, nothing will work. Nothing. You'll be anxious, feeling down, feeling unmotivated, no energy. So it's your choice. At the end of the day, we all have the right to feel down. We all like. I'm not the person who's living like the positive life every day. I like during the exams when I have something in life, I feel down, but it doesn't stop me from rebuilding and go back to be positive. Maki, that's exactly why I like you so much. It's untrue. Not just like you, but I like what you're doing within um, Olive Grove. And I, I really do like what you're doing because we all cannot be on a happy, are oh, the world's fantastic all the time. But what we have to do with, with people like yourself and people like your, your facilities is that we've got to understand, we've got to empathize with what people go through. We've got to understand the difficulties that they're facing to be able to really help them in the long term, to be able to understand what they're going through and to be able to be able to inspire them and give them hope. And I think that's what I like about your 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 facilities, your your people that's involved with, because you are really making a difference for these people, for for everybody. And I remember speaking to that lady when I came in, and she was fantastic. I think she was a um, she was um, somebody to do with a, a lawyer. She was sitting on her own, but it was a fascinating story. And the story that she get, gave me with why she was coming to this to, to your place, and what it was given her, how she was feeling fulfilled was just absolutely fantastic. It was just unbelievable. And 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 again, it's just this podcast is it's just about kind of it's just about people like yourself that are making those differences that change people's lives. And the thing with it is it's it's like if we don't believe in it, we can then then there's no point in doing it. But there's always when we got people like us, Maki. 
there's always going to be hope because we're never going to give in. Never, ever are we going to give in. I, I wish, I wish, like, we, in Lebanon, we have a lot of potential, a lot of hard work here, but all they need is someone to tell, to tell them that you have this route to go to, you have the other route to go to, because they have potential, but they don't have the interpersonal uh, skills. Uh, like, you can see, like, a genius engineer, but he can't find a job because he couldn't apply or he have like um, a bad in interview. So we need someone who to tell to tell those young people how to go the the, the go to life route. So I don't know when. And it works, Rocky. It works. Look at when we brought our girls. We brought Marwa. We brought Fatima. We brought um. We brought Katia. They were all, I remember, I remember we did a, a workshop with one of the universities and mm -hmm. somebody said to us, just by chance, somebody said to us, why don't you employ some, some people from Lebanon? And, and we were like, mm, I don't, remotely, that's a bit of a tough one. Now they are the backbone of our business. They're, they're kind of, we've got to a stage where they're so well trained, the experience that they're going to be given. I got something from Katia today where I said, hey, listen, I want to get you involved in the social media. Give me something. And she said, what do you want me to give you? And, and I was saying, I, I'm, I'm not, li listen, I don't know what you give me, I do, but I want something that means something to you. You tell me, you give me something that means something for you. And that's what I'm looking for. That's what I want from you. And she came back with stuff that, that for the social media that I was just blown away with. And I, I want to use those statements and what mm -hmm. she researched. I want to use that for the rest of my life in my own work or my own personal working life. Because all of a sudden you get some special things happening. You must, I'm, I'm going to let you talk in a minute, but you must feel this too. When you see somebody blossom, like those young ladies that we've got working for us, there is no, I remember coming there and I remember sitting in one of those restaurants and I, we, we had them doing a presentation. It was the first time after I think it was about a year and a half that we'd seen them. Um, and they'd done a presentation in front of us. And the first one that, that Marwa, never ever forget it, Marwa done a presentation. I kid you not, I had to walk away because I had the biggest tears coming in my eyes. The emotion was unbelievable because of what they put in working with no discipline with no any of that but working remotely where they had to be they had to be self-starters they had to be they had to generate their own motivation they had to kind of they had to push themselves they had to do all of that they had to be committed all of those things and you saw these wonderful young ladies become the biggest entrepreneurs that you could ever kind of imagine what they learn how they've done their research Ah, you must get this in your place because you work. To, and again, I'm glad I'm coming back to this. You work 24 seven, 24 no. hours a day. How does that work? Is it just open or is there somebody always around? Is it, how does uh, that work? The thing is, if you have like a monthly membership, we give you an access code. And personally, we're not here 24 seven. But sometimes people message me at 3 a.m. and I reply. <laughs> I don't know how, but I don't know. Uh, we're always here to support people. Uh, even like one time, I literally someone uh, sent me a message at 3 a.m. and I it was a Friday night. 
I was coming back uh, from from a party, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it's three a.m. Someone having an exam tomorrow, and he really needs the space. I'm gonna go and open." And I came and I opened. But if you have a monthly membership, you get an access card where you can open the space twenty four seven. Even now, we have like a self service sort of like mini market where you can buy snacks. It's it's really amazing. Like we. we we have this this trust here and, and at the Olive Group. Uh, I just wanted to mention something: uh, a positive impact about COVID, uh, positive impact in Lebanon, where people get to know that there's something called remote work. Maybe like three percent of the Lebanese people used to know that, but after COVID, the whole world opened to 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 people and they. They were like, oh, it works. We can work remotely. We can stay here with our families. We don't need to migrate outside this country. And I think this was a, a very amazing positive impact that, uh, about COVID. I, I, I love, again, I'm, I'm kind of, this is an appreciation for you and your, your team there. And I, and I know, I know it's a big team. You've got a good team there. It's a great team there. I, I'm going to hit you with some questions now. Um, tell me one of the best moments that you've had with Olive Grove. What is that one that stands out without even thinking about what is the, the one that stands out the most? Uh, I think January 2021. Uh we did like some renovation for many. We only had like three uh, private offices filled, and so we were working so hard. Uh, we, me and my colleague Ahmed, we've changed like more than hundred lights. But we personally did that because we we don't we want to cut some of the uh, payments. Uh, so we were working so hard, we renovated many uh, uh, old uh, offices and uh, all the offices were filled in January. We were, we were really happy. I was really happy because I started with no one at the Olive Grove and after a few months, uh, we started a year where private offices are fully booked. Uh, it was like when you work so hard and you feel tired, and then you see uh, when the when the hard work pays, it's it's really amazing. Like when you see people, um, I love to see people. I love to 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 to, to socialize, discuss things, and I went to the Olive Grove because I like this uh, environment. But I was surprised with COVID. I couldn't see people, and it was it wasn't a good thing. So when I started to see people, and when when you when someone asks for something and you can the customer service and you you can handle it in a few minutes and he's happy, this is the, the best thing you can ever feel. Like someone needs uh, to change a light. It's a simple thing, and I go grab a light from the from the uh, locker. Pop pop went up, changed the light, and he'd be like, oh, thank you for the fast service. I'd be like, oh, ahla Like, this is like, you can feel the customer is happy. And there, there's a lot of happy moments here. Like someone who was studying so hard, he sent you a message. I did it. Uh, someone who had like a presentation uh, for the Pioneer project, and he sent you a message. I did it. Like, 
those those successful to me happiness is success not always but 80% to me success is my happiness so when i see people succeeding working on themselves this is the, this is the most happy thing you can ever feel what do you hope and pray for in 2023 oh i hope we will have a stable country we will have electricity electricity is number one issue we pay a lot we don't make money we pay for the electricity so i wish we will have electricity and stability and this is what we want electricity stability after that all the calculations can be done um, then of course some people like needs uh, medical things uh, uh, to me to me the most thing I want to change in this country is the uh, curriculum and schools but if you want to say uh, what I'm praying for is electricity and stability this is what I need in my country in the meantime after that we can work on the curriculum we can work on innovation we can work on a lot of things and um, what achievements are you going to achieve this year the next year with with olive grove next year with the olive grove um in the meantime what we succeeded in uh we've went a step like baby steps in increasing the prices so we can pay everything without any uh, uh need of funding or crowdfunding uh, in the meantime we, we are doing a crowdfunding on our our platform you can see the link on instagram because we uh, and i'm sorry to jump in here okay tell us how we get in how we get this how do we go and have a look at this crowdfunding okay so you can go to instagram there's a link uh there's a lot of things you need we need to change we need to change the uh, air conditioners because we need to get inverter in conditioning because we're using 100 amps to uh, to operate, which is a huge amount of money. So we need to cut off the uh, electricity consumption at least to have in order to sustain. We need to change uh, the ACs. We need to change the batteries for the UPS so we can still uh, work 24/7. And we need to get new tables. We need to uh, get a new new employee to help us because uh, I'm a student. I'm still a student, so I'm, I'll be like running. My, my university is in, in Mount Lebanon, so I'll be running all days. And sometimes I cannot fulfill uh, all my uh, all the clients' uh, needs. So we need to employ someone new. There's a lot of things we need to do. So now we, we've created the crowdfunding um, on GoFunding. Uh, you can see the link on Instagram just to do a lot of changes. After that, I think we can be like uh, a statement at least. like Because we've been running all the time. Like uh, uh, the electricity turned off. We go to the generator to turn it on again because uh, we don't want to take a lot of amps. Yeah, 100 amps, we still need more than that. So we need first to cut the consumption of electricity. After that, we may build like a new offices at the end of the space because there's a lot of freelancers who work remotely who needs like a private space rather than shared area space. So there's a lot to do uh, at the Olive Grove. Uh, it's, it's a working year, I it's a, it's a new marathon for us, but in a better situation. And I think uh, the situation is becoming better. 
in my opinion, because a lot of Lebanese are against me, uh, I think things are better than than yesterday. Uh, this is what I see. Like, uh, people are getting maybe better salaries or better jobs. Uh, so I wish I wish the best. We're 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 improving day after day. Okay. Why would I come to Olive Grove? And why is your such an attractive place to be? First of all, uh, geographically, we are in the heart of Beirut. So if you go to the Olive Grove, after work, we can go to a restaurant, to a pub. Uh, you can, we have parking nearby us. You have university nearby you. You have two print shops under the Olive Grove. So if you're working as architecture or anything that you need printings, you have that. Uh, and you have an amazing community, like people are supporting each other, which is, Olive Grove is not about my working space because there's a lot of working spaces in Beirut. It's all about the community where people can meet and connect and network and maybe, maybe make an impact, find a job, find a dream. Uh, it's all about the community. And I think we have to work personally. We have to work more on networking events and maybe educational events, workshops. Uh, that's why we need another employee to help me so I can handle the events, someone handle the material things someone can handle the accounting it's not a one-man show anymore like we need someone to to handle something so we can collaborate to do a better environment a better community i'll tell you why i'll tell you why i want to come to olive grove and why i want to be part of what you do and that's because Please. you most of all most of all most of all is that you care and I know that because I saw it in your eyes. You care. You want to go that extra mile. And I thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today to share your emotion and your dreams and your aspirations because you deserve you deserve that place to be the, the hottest co-working space in the whole of Lebanon. Well, well, it was my pleasure, sir. Like, I appreciate every single introduction, every single word. Um, you, you, you are amazing. Thank you. Moki, you, you're the amazing one. And I, I just want to say to people, um, I just want to say to people, listen, we've all got problems in life, no matter who you are, where you are in which part of the world, we're all going to have issues and we're going to all have problems. But all you've got to do, all you've got to do is you've got to look out there and you'll find people like Moki, you'll find people like myself, you'll find millions of people out there that is willing to give you the support and the energy. You've got to show that you've got to give that back. And the way that you give that back is you show them you've got the determination, you show them you've got the, the, the discipline and you show them what it takes to be able to get to that top of the pile so there are people out there helping Moki is one of them in Lebanon and I, 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 I've been privileged enough to come and see what you do and you do an amazing job so no more listen you've just heard from Moki's perspective all he wants is, is, is he wants the power and he wants to be consistent Okay, that's the two things that he wants. Okay, now we sometimes we take into, a, in, into account that we've got those things already Okay, so let's just take advantage of those things. Let's just keep on building and let's kind of keep on helping others to make sure that they can grow too. So, Moki, thank you so much for coming on today. You've been an well, absolute joy.
Thank you. My pleasure, sir. My pleasure. And, and wherever it is, uh, for some reason, whether a light's shining on you or the sun's coming through the window, I can see your face lighting up now. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much for coming on, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. No excuses. Everybody's got the opportunity. Just take advantage of it when you can and keep pushing as hard as you can. Everything comes to the awaits. As long as while you're waiting, you're working as hard as you possibly can. Moki, thank you so much indeed. Thank you. Thank you.